0: I think we're on. Can you hear me okay? hmm Okay, cool. All right, let's get started.
1: Yeah. I'm hey, everyone. Scared. Hi.
0: This is Astro Um, The, is it inauguratory? <laughs> What's the word? Inaugural. <laughs> Inaugural <laughs> episode. Um, Astro Pilled. Yep, oh. being
1: confirmed right now.
0: Yes, this is initiatory, this is inaugural, this is the first of a wonderful tradition. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so on this podcast we'll be talking about um, astrology, particularly astrology that's already happened in the last few weeks. And today we're going to cover pretty much all the astrology of 2023 so far. Today is January 16th, so it gives us about two weeks of astrology to go over.
1: Um Let's do it. Uh,
0: how are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. I am very relaxed right now actually and I'm excited. Nice. Because I I like looking back on events and finding patterns and creating narratives.
0: <laughs> exactly. Taking um, in information, creating
1: narratives um yeah no so it's good i i enjoy i enjoy this i'm excited about what we're doing
0: me too for sure and by the way everyone that's kristen and my name's frank
1: hello um
0: we're best friends we love astrology and do you use that term best friends i feel like it kind of (laughs) sounds adolescent when i said it but we're really good friends and have been for a really long time
1: no, I say it like as it like one word, like best friend. Best friend. Yeah. <laughs> you'll smoke.
0: Best friend, you'll smoke. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, so in that way, yes, we are best friend, but not maybe best friend sounds weird. I think but you're over. I would never.
1: <laughs> you would never do that. <laughs>
0: um okay, so I guess we should just jump in. So on the agenda today, we've got uh, Venus and Aquarius um, and some of the planets that it's aspected um, so far in that transit. We've got a lot of Capricorn energy, obviously, because we're in Capricorn. We've got the Sun and Mercury there and some aspects that it makes to Neptune and Uranus. Uh, we get to talk about the full moon in Cancer, which happened, I want to say, what was it, a week ago? Um, yeah,
1: well... Almost two weeks ago. Wow, really? Yeah, because isn't the new Jesus. moon like
0: pretty much soon, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. like the, Well, it's at the end of this week. So, yeah, I guess it was like a week ago.
0: Oh, yeah. but... oh and then we have Mars <laughs> direct six. to talk about.
1: We should be knowing these things. The full moon was on the sixth, I remember, because it was um, Joan of Arc's birthday and it was Epiphany and it was my ex's birthday and it was a and the night.
0: insurrection and anniversary the <laughs> um but yes yeah, so it was a busy january 6th, as per usual.
1: always for some reason yeah. i also randomly know so many people not like personally but just people seem to be born on that day a lot
0: i feel like i know a january 6th birthday too but i can't remember
1: Just walking around on that night of the full moon, I saw so many people with money pinned to their chests, which is like in New Orleans, you do that on your birthday. Oh. So I was like, holy my assumptions Hmm. were correct.
0: Correct.
1: Correct.
0: (laughs) Uh yes. Oh, and then we also have Mars Direct. Did I say that? I think so. I don't know. Maybe.
1: Well we have Mars Direct
0: too. Where do you want to Yay. start?
1: Let's start at the very beginning.
0: Okay. So, oh, the very beginning would be Venus centers Aquarius on January 2nd.
1: Let's talk about it.
0: What is Venus in Aquarius for you?
1: Like, for me personally, an aspect of my natal chart?
0: Sure. Just like, what do you feel like Venus in Aquarius is? Means what's the vibe? If it's a vibe shift, what's the shift?
1: All right, what is the shift? Well, Venus, we love Venus. Venus is the planet of love and beauty and art and harmony and balance. And Aquarius is not that, right? Period. Aquarius is aloof and alien and boundaries and society. And so when Venus is in Aquarius, it doesn't function that well but we're not fear mongers
0: yeah we don't monger
1: we don't monger the fear with the Mm -hmm. public like some people do so you know some might say that like oh this is like bad news because it's like a struggle for this planet to be within this constellation but i don't think so i think it's like for me personally
0: you love I salad talked about
1: this <laughs> for me personally i love salad um it's been like i said before we both you and i have saturn in aquarius in our natal charts so our saturn return has been very recent and also very like having to do with the collective and so because it's also ending venus entering that same sign feels like a little kiss on the forehead It's like you're done. It's like a job you passed if you're still alive.
0: For sure. Wait, pause for a second. I'll edit this out after. Was Mm -hmm. that weird when I was like, Venus and Aquarius, what is that for you? Did I put you on the spot? Should I not do that?
1: No, I like that we're just like talking. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, this should be like totally casual like that. I like it.
0: Okay, cool. Um,. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense though. Venus in Aquarius being the kiss on the forehead for those of us whose Saturn return is coming to a close right now. Um, Because, yeah, I do, I feel like, I feel like I don't know if Venus like loves or hates being in Aquarius. I feel like, yeah, Aquarius is the collective society, humanitarian efforts, forward thinking. It's kind of like a aloof, like you said, and also like very brainy, very cerebral energy. And mm-hmm. so I feel like um, yeah. Venus in a cerebral energy does can have a good effect, but I feel like it's just like you're saying, it's like not its happiest. But As
1: in Libra, but but at the same time, Venus's home sign is Libra is also an air sign. So it's not like that far off. I she, think that she loves air.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like Venus has has its reasons for air signs, I guess, or something like that. And yeah. I guess, yeah, those of us who just finished our, or are finishing up our Saturn return Aquarius now, those of us who the generation that has, uh, in every generation there is one, but in this generation, all of us have Saturn and Aquarius. And um, yeah, I feel like Venus is kind of smoothing out those lessons that it's like Venus is about harmony and bringing things together, I feel like Venus smoothing out that energy like is kind of making things feel a little bit more harmonious and not so chaotic and all over the place. And I feel like we're starting to come to like gain our footing back at the end of the Saturn return. Does that make sense?
1: Totally. It does.
0: How do you feel like... So Saturn return started for us... May uh, March 2020 um triggered huh. but <laughs> how would you how I guess like what do you feel like about Saturn return right now looking at it backwards like retroactively it might be like a big question but it's like
1: oh my god what it's did- like no go off because I think when I first heard about Saturn Returns, I was like, yeah, I don't know, but the I can say for certain that like the last three years of my life. Three? <laughs> what year is it? Yeah, um, right. Like 90- twenty 2020. twenty.
0: 2020. I was like, yeah, <laughs> it is twenty twenty.
1: <laughs> what year is it? Um, I guess it's really holy shit, it's been like yeah, two and a half years. Right.
0: Almost it's three been, in two months. It's
1: been really bad. It's been really hard.
0: <laughs> Look at us doing math Yeah, it I, has been hard.
1: It's been like people I love dying. It's been tragic deaths. It's been slow. It's been really transformative and scary and hard. And I definitely do feel like, i'm on the other side of something that's lasted a long time totally so the shift is real and the fact that it's aquarius <laughs> excuse me i can see how that can make make sense because that's my house of communication mm. and it kind of affected very much my like everyday life and like short-term travel stuff like that i think i moved like four times three or two times two or three times um yeah i don't know don't let me talk more than this (laughs) (laughs) damn girl you live like this
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i always like your idea that because aquarius is one of the two signs that is ruled by Saturn that it would make sense that the pandemic would have started in um March of 2020 because the world the collective is also going through um a Saturn return of its own so we have our own personal Saturn returns because right. we have Saturn and Aquarius but then the collective also has its Saturn return it's like Harsh constriction, harsh limitation, harsh restrictions.
1: Literal lockdown. I mean, it was so very like literal.
0: Totally. And then everyone becoming like Zoom friends and Zoom hangouts and everything being online. It was like the interconnected networkness mm-hmm. of the because Aquarius is also the house of friends and networks. So it was and, and technology. Yeah. So it was like literally so literal. Mm-hmm. That we would be restricted and then interconnected in a technological way. Exactly. Which like, okay, Saturn, you did that.
1: The collective on period.
0: Yeah.
1: down on period.
0: Saturn no, eight. <laughs>
1: no <crumbs. laughs> Saturn does not leave crumbs.
0: Oh. Or. At all. And I feel like, like, again, no, my life is, like, I can't even, like, if I even, like, really start to think about how different it is, you know, I mean, I feel like, obviously, it sounds kind of corny, because, like, I'm imagining that literally everyone would say that, Um, but because of the collective Saturn Return.
1: Our Saturn Return is, has the, to do with the collective.
0: <laughs> exactly. So I feel it like ours was, sense. like, Because like everyone went through their own Saturn return, whether they have Saturn Aquarius or not, because it's a collective, and then we had our own personal one inside of that, so it was almost like compounded. You know, we didn't just have like a regular Saturn return, just just regular Pepsi. We had (laughs) we had Saturn return within a Saturn return, and yeah, yeah.
1: and Aquarius would do that
0: totally. Shout out to the girls who have a Saturn return inside a Saturn return. (laughs) We see you. yeah because like I think yeah Saturn uh what that was the month that I I applied to go to school for therapy school and Mm -hmm. I started and I started that summer um with that schooling and it kind of just like redirected my whole life in terms of like what I want to do um like within that time
1: yeah that was the year that we went on our trip
0: that was major. the year we went on our trip. That was Yellowstone. Major.
1: That was major. That was like a little like sweet little gift that we got <laughs> totally. in the midst of all the chaos.
0: And since Saturn, I mean, since Venus has been in Aquarius, it's made a trine. Um uh trying to what is it? No, it was a sextile to um
1: jupiter and aries
0: jupiter and aries and then a trine to mars and gemini and then also a square to uranus so
1: what is a sex so say what a sextile is
0: a sextile is like a harmonious kind of communication between two planets it's when there there's one sign in between them i think so if Venus is in Aquarius, then there's Pisces and then Jupiter is in Aries. So there's just one sign in between them and they have this like little boosted communication between them. Um, does that make sense? It, it's like a harmonious thing. Let me read to you from this astrology book on like what a sextile is just so I make sure I get it right. Yeah, okay. I
1: remember. In-
0: in- insert um <laughs> elevator music so right Sorry, now. Son. So
1: sorry.
0: <laughs> disgusting you sound disgusting
1: that's just regular illness love
0: <laughs> so a sextile is 60 degrees right and the sextiles link planets and compatible elements that is planets and sextile are either in fire and air signs or earth and water signs So fire and air, like masculine, projective, earth and water, receptive, feminine. So it's like a connection between those two. And since these pairs of elements get along well, the sextile encourages an active exchange between the two planets involved. So these two parts of you will be eager to work together. So we have the Jupiter and Aries, which is giving like an expansion to the sign of Aries in our chart, our individuality, um, our persona, our individuality. Um, Did I say individuality twice?
1: A little,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then um, so you have Venus giving that aspect in our chart a little bit of a boost. Yeah, and then you have a trine to Mars, right? Because a trine always happens in the same element. So trines are usually formed between planets of the same element. So they understand each other. They show an ease of communication not found in any of the other aspects.
1: Yeah, trines so they're are tr- really good. Yeah, they're and favorable. The trine is because it's try because every element has three signs water earth fire, air there are three in each equals 12 signs
0: correct trine so yeah it's just like those two like a sextile to jupiter and a trine to mars um mars still being like retrograde in gemini at that point it's like a nice little boost to um our sense of expansion and our sense of drive. I feel like Venus kind of gives those aspects like a little bit of a sweet boost. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. When did I get back from that crazy drive where I went through a tornado in Mississippi? Was that on the fourth?
0: I I don't remember. I mean, I could look in our texts.
1: I would have to. I'm just curious because I, of course, didn't look beforehand, but, I like to go back in my pictures and determine what and What day, was happening. What day it is. <laughs> I left. I left Vermont on the first on New Year's Day. Which means I wouldn't have gotten to New Orleans until the fourth. Yeah. Yep. And I went to work that day. Oh, that was the day. That I worked a lot and you were like, How's working? You must be working. And I was like, I'm working. It was like a very energized, chenergized. J- ener- <laughs> Can you edit that?
0: <laughs> Definitely not.
1: Chenergized day. For some reason, the fourth was this, there was the sextile. Aries is my fifth house of fun and sex and aquarius is my third house why did we talk about work that day it was a no. different house
0: i feel like if a planet is talking to jupiter it kind of just gives it like a little bit of a charge so we're feeling like extra venusian that day it's like with jupiter it's like it's like having like a double dose of whatever good stuff venus is bringing in
1: That was a really positive day. I do remember because it was such a horrible night before because I was stuck in like middle of nowhere Mississippi because I literally got ran off the road by a tornado. But in the morning when I, I only had two hours left to go on my drive home and it was like sunny and beautiful and I was in the best mood and like two hours is fucking nothing when you just drove four days. So it definitely felt really good. So definitely I
0: think,
1: and like Aquarius being my third house again third house is right ruled by Mercury it's all about like travel communication getting places and stuff like that so it was written
0: definitely yeah it feels like Venus and Aquarius just gets it it has like a smooth jump it's like you know, it gets a little boost from Jupiter, a little boost from Mars, a little shake up with Uranus just to shake things up, which was, I think, two days ago. I feel like Venus and Aquarius is like, might not be its happiest there because it's a little too cerebral, but I feel like it's definitely in whatever in whatever house Aquarius is for you, I feel like it's definitely going to be like a positive um, boost and a positive uh, influence.
1: Yep. I felt that.
0: For sure, I feel like uh, Aquarius is my twelfth house of like isolation, um, and I feel like I've been really isolating and really withdrawn. Um, but I feel like these planets, like the sextile from Jupiter and the trine from Mars, is kind of in that alone time. I've been like really productive, getting things done, like kind of feeling good in my aloneness. If that makes sense. <laughs>
1: Yeah, totally. it's kind of giving
0: like a sense of flow to it so i feel like that definitely makes sense for me yeah i see that for me
1: <laughs> personally it's giving
0: it's gave and then let's talk about um capricorn energy because we have sun and mercury mm-hmm. um pluto's mm-hmm. been there forever but sun and mercury have been transiting it um mercury <laughs> retrograded in it right it's still retrograding it's in it
1: in it yeah
0: so what's the vibe for you for capricorn
1: so i needed that personally i mean everything's gonna be personal because that's just what this is hmm. everything like, we're gonna talk about the aspects what they mean how to understand them we're going to look at the we're going to look back instead of looking at the week ahead we're looking at kind of like what's been happening because i think that's more productive we both do Mm -hmm. but i like to talk about you know what it means personally for us because that's like a really good way i think to learn about astrology is to hear people talk about how they relate to it and how it's affected uh, how it's affected them in very real ways definitely um, so for me personally when the there was that Capricorn trine Uranus in Taurus mm-hmm. it was like very much needed earthy grounding energy that I was like because I just can't again I'm gonna keep talking about this trip because this is like the trip of all trips but it was like I just didn't recognize anything i felt like i had been gone from my house for a year like i felt so ungrounded and so like frazzled and my Aurora sneezing um so when you have the sun in capricorn and there's a trunk um to taurus you get that extra earth energy that will give you more stability or a sense of stability and with uranus you get even, like, a breakthrough a little bit, which is great. Material world breakthrough. Definitely. I think I, made, I think I made a lot of money today,
0: too. Fingers crossed.
1: It's always good. She whispered. She threatened.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I feel Capricorn, like, the reason everyone starts a diet on January 2nd, like, that's Capricorn energy. It's, like, everyone's, <laughs> like everyone's trying to like whip it back into shape like organization structure
1: so let's have rules exactly let's have boundaries
0: restrictions
1: yes let's let's literally restrict our diets totally capricorn and that's literally that's lent no yes no (laughs)
0: lent i think is in closer to easter right or when does it start
1: why do oh people just like do dry january? That's what it is.
0: That's yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, that's another one, right? Dry January. Yes. Um that energy is I feel like at the beginning of the year. It is really useful. Oh, I mean, it is kind so, of cliché.
1: Yeah.
0: Cuz everyone so is like eating salads.
1: Right. The Capricorn energy is like goal oriented. New year's resolutions.
0: Exactly. Um,
1: better how are you going to be like more how how are you going to accomplish more it's like
0: discipline discipline.
1: so much discipline that's capricorn
0: yeah and as corny as it is for everyone to be like starting diets on january 2nd (laughs) it's like it makes sense because like after all the indulgences of the holidays and like the beginning of a new year um at least like our calendar year it's like uh, it's like a reset. It's like a restructuring just to kind of get us back on our feet and get us back grounded. So it might be a little bit like, you know, like same thing every year, same, you know, people are like new year, new me, but it's always the same. But it's like people kind of need that ritual of making a list of goals to kind of progress forward. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, of all people, understand the language of list.
0: Of a to do list, yes.
1: <laughs> it's funny too. Less.
0: you do be doing you do be doing to do lists.
1: I do, we do, we do.
0: And then Capricorn too loves material goods, like nice material goods, like quality luxury material goods. And you have Christmas, which is like gift giving and materiality. Um, so I feel like that's what we've been doing. And the sun and Mercury have been going through the sign right now. And if the sun corresponds to the sense of ourself and Mercury corresponds to the mind and how we express that self and talk about that self, I feel like our sense of self and our minds are getting put through the restructuring of Capricorn right now with a boost of, like you said, Uranus and Taurus. It's that shake up. It's that like regrounding by kind of resetting. So it's been really good, I think.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Um, it's funny too because Capricorn is my eleventh house, which is ruled by Aquarius, right? Friends, community, networks. Um, and uh, Frank Show the that podcast I started on this day last year, which I realized it was January seventeenth. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So something about networks friends communities technology like when there's some energy in capricorn i guess that's the vibe for me i kind of want to network in technological ways and kind of get into the ethers that way does that make sense
1: absolutely yeah
0: where is capricorn for you in your chart
1: well that's my second house so you know my things have been like accumulating and i've just like you know was traveling with all my stuff and also was I think the reason not the reason but I've been like you said you started this podcast because of your what which house
0: eleventh house yeah
1: this feels like an Aqu- Aquarius thing for me there's a lot of Aquarius energy right now
0: totally you said Aquarius is your third house
1: mm-hmm.
0: of communication and messages. Gemini
1: right of the the um the house of zoom calls
0: the house of zoom calls correct <laughs> and
1: podcasts <laughs> and tweets <coughs> sorry I'm sick and I also have a husky and she's been sneezing right next to me so
0: just you know, a little bit she's sick because you're sick
1: no she just like lays upside down and, and like her little nose drippings make her sneeze hmm. i had to google that i was like why do dogs sneeze when they're upside down i had had enough i just of the mystery i had to know
0: <laughs> isn't it because they rub their nose what did they do
1: what well when she's upside down, like on her back, she'll sneeze and sneeze and sneeze. And I looked it up and it's because they have like you know how their dogs their dogs, <laughs> their noses are oh. ooh, yeah, yeah. their noses are wet. Mm-hmm. They constantly have like fluid up in there. Keeping oh, shit. them hydrated. so like when they're upside down, it like makes them sneeze. The
0: well, more you know.
1: Yeah. Oh, we're not going outside. Forget it. She gets really jealous when I'm on the phone.
0: Hmm. Get used to it, Tuts.
1: Yeah, Tuts. To- oh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh. <don't know>. <laughs>
0: she was like, screw you, dude.
1: I love my husky. <laughs> <laughs> You're still the star. You're still the main character. She's a she's <laughs> oh, princess
0: yesterday two no two days ago there was sun sextile neptune sun in aquarius sextiling neptune in
1: wait is the sun in aquarius
0: the sun is in capricorn but i guess um
1: i was like holy shit did i miss that shift already
0: no because neptune's in what pisces yeah So, I guess it must have not, it must not be because they're in this different signs, but degree wise, they must be at uh, a 60 degree right now. But I looked it up online and it was like, you have an ease in your imagination to source and help guide your purpose and vocation. Because like Neptune's all about imagination and Sun's all about your sense of self. So, you're like imagining with Neptune and Pisces, but for your Sun, your sense of self in Capricorn. I feel like that was cool does yeah. that make sense mm-hmm. and I, I feel like I'm only attached to it because like I was doing some research for um different kinds of like therapy models and I found one that I like or started studying one that I really really like on that day and like kind of got some really good clues for like what direction I want to learn and so I was like oh okay that makes sense vocational goals oh, love clues. imagination yeah so there's like I feel like funny little yeah. things happen like that with astrology sometimes
1: totally i'm glad we're doing this while the moon's in scorpio too because
0: exgivative deep dive
1: evative and yeah let's let's be detectives let's uncover shit Hmm.
0: well before so the sun's gonna go into aquarius soon but it's still in capricorn which means we had a full moon in cancer because they're opposite signs they're sister signs um, what were your, what were your thoughts, feelings, vibes, um, and intimations on the day of the full moon in cancer?
1: Um, I thought it was really heightened as usual. Um, but this full moon specifically <clears throat> being in cancer, I think is just like a extra healing, extra potential, extra, um, fertile, like potential, potential for like manifesting really high, um, um, very like nurturing and comforting and kind of like a hug when you need it in the middle of Capricorn season and definitely the moon's at home in cancer. Um, You know, it's, it's at home. It feels good. It's watery. It's caring. It's nurturing, but it's also super emotional. So you can, you got to watch out for that sometimes, but the day itself, the night, Friday night, Mm -hmm. Like I said, it was like Epiphany, which is that holiday that's the 12th night for like, I think it's, they celebrate it for Mardi Gras. It's like the beginning of carnival season, but it's supposed to be the 12th night after Christmas, which is when the wise men found the little baby, Jesus. Right. And they call it Epiphany and it just happened to be on the full moon. And that's also Joan of Arc's birthday. So there was a parade and it was really beautiful it was gorgeous
0: mm. I feel like a full moon in New Orleans sounds much cooler than a full moon anywhere else Where <laughs> there are certain places where a full moon is especially cool and New Orleans would be one of them.
1: yeah I mean you could you could see it I could see it from my window it was big mm. I, liked it. I liked it a lot
0: yeah, especially because New Orleans is below sea level, right?
1: Correct.
0: Sorry. Correct. So to have that like submerged deep earth energy with the water and the tides and like being like a relationship to ocean levels that's a little different than other places and all the magic in New Orleans anyways.
1: Yeah, there's lots of magic here for sure. No <coughs> Excuse me.
0: Please stop. Immediately. Please. Like
1: someone put a hex on me.
0: <laughs> All junior girls to the auditorium. Immediately. Immediately.
1: <laughs> <coughs> oh, I'm so sick.
0: God, you sound horrible, Evan. I know. Go home.
1: What a great time to make a podcast. We're going to get so many subscribers.
0: <laughs> what a time to podcast. <laughs>
1: um so then how was your full moon in cancer you're a cancer moon
0: correct cancer a cancer moon i love being home i'm very emotionally tender (laughs) raw (laughs) sensitive um shall we say
1: you're just a boy
0: um but yeah i agree i feel like capricorn is such a like harsh daddy energy that's like so like disciplined and structured and routine and goal oriented and climb up the mountain and get your ass up there and you don't have a lot of resources but do it anyways and Lena (laughs) exactly (laughs) whereas like cancer is just like it's okay like you're good like wherever you are you're good just tend to your needs self care take a bath give yourself a good meal put on a sweater nest and especially like Cause the holidays are always intense for people just in general. And then the end of a year is always intense for people because people start reflecting on the year and they start to see their disappointments and where things went awry. And, you know, it can be kind of an intense tenuous time emotionally. So the full moon in cancer definitely like every year, cause it's always at this time. Um, I feel like I've gotten used to it being this like sweet, tender, like loving energy, but I could also see if you're like not prepared for it or if it's, a really hard time for you that it would just make everything really heightened and really emotional but I feel like if you know how to just like accept the hug and like stay in the feelings without getting too like dysregulated or whatever you could really make the most of it at this time
1: well first of all tell us how you really feel about (laughs) Capricorns.
0: I mean but that's what it is I mean like I said before it's like (laughs) sorry Capricorns out there I have nothing but love and respect for you um, but, nope. but it is though though isn't it like it's like telling you what to do it's like telling yourself what capricorn, to do it's telling it
1: yeah in the winter of their life
0: their lives this book says capricorn planets ruled by saturn have a tendency to build things such as erecting structures and creating a career for you saturn will start up an organization and turn it into the family business these planets automatically know how to run it no matter what it is. They're authority figures. They exercise caution and discipline, set down rules and live by them.
1: It's just called being practical.
0: Period. And I get that. As a but...
1: pattern, as your opposite. How is it? Not that scary.
0: No, it's not scary. It's just are like we? Where am or are I? we?
1: <laughs> it's <Later>. just like
0: <laughs> later. I'll address this later. It's just like we need, Like I said before, we need this time of year to get our asses back into gear and, like, restructure, redirect, reorient, set goals, like, make to-do lists. Like, we need this time. Otherwise, after, like, the gluttony of Sagittarius, we would be, like, totally, you know.
1: Right. Just, like. Exactly. What you need to is that. We'd be disgusting, people. <laughs> well, What we're seeing, what you see with any full moon is a perfect balance. Yes. Uh, and the moon's energy and because it's a perfect opposition of the sun and the moon and so when the sun's in capricorn and the moon is in cancer and it's exactly full or the three days that's doing it you get that perfect balance and you remember that you do need the darkness just as much as you need the light you need winter just as much as you don't need it (laughs) like you need to have that kind of harsh reality check and the cold of winter sometimes to really appreciate the things that come to fruition in the warmer times of year
0: definitely you need to like incubate and hibernate
1: so cancer is like mother water comfort nurturing emotions crying like um sadness
0: why are you attacking me
1: i <laughs> tell us how you really feel but then capricorn is like bones and death and like winter and like dry tree branches and like just, just not like as lush and fruitful as cancer like being in the middle of summer
0: mm-hmm.
1: kind of energy um You need to have that balance, feminine, masculine, water, daddy, mommy. mommy. It's so important. And full moons are a time for sure of of remembering that and honoring that balance of opposites.
0: Very true. Because the sun is our sense of self and the moon
1: is your emotional self
0: yeah it's like your reflective self it's your like intuition it's like your mood
1: right so uh
0: and That's- the moon reflects the light of the sun so your moods are reflecting like the light of yourself you know and so it gives you that they're in opposite but it gives you a sense of each one like a really full sense of each one where you can see them in opposition in contrast so you can get a sense of where they're at and kind of enjoy that balance like you're saying
1: right
0: does that make yes. sense
1: totally like i would be nothing without my capricorn man <laughs> for real we are we that's why people say sun moon rising because sun and moon are so key to your like sense of self
0: yeah your sun in scorpio and moon and capricorn which is like the opposite of bethany frankel right she has no she's a scorpio too right
1: scorpio with a capricorn moon i think yeah
0: yeah and this is a bethany frankelstein account so
1: she's my idol I need to feed so my dog maybe moon. we
0: should do her chart first so like when we look at celebrity charts
1: i would love to so have, you have you taken any uh, cold medicine Oh so are you telling me what to do right now <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's um,
0: Capricorn season.
1: No, I haven't taken any cold medicine. I'm being a huge douche about it. Because I I feel like I've been taking like extra vitamins and like extra zinc and echinacea and drinking tea all the time and like not getting wasted and drinking so much water and exercising, doing everything right all winter. And I haven't gotten sick. I got my flu shot. And then all of a sudden I get this cold and I'm just, like, so jaded and, like, apathetic. I'm
0: burnt out.
1: I can't even, like, fuck it. Obviously, like, the vitamins didn't do shit. And, like, I don't want to be on date <laughs> right now. So I'm just going to be congested <laughs> out of spite.
0: I did the, like, exact Capricorn thing we are talking about. I was like, okay, I'm going to start eating right. I cut out sugar. I cut out... Like, all the, like, crap food that I was eating and, like, it to be really healthy. And, like, three days later, I got, like, pretty much the flu. And I was like, this is what I get for taking care of my body. Because uh, my body hated it, I think.
1: Yeah, right?
0: Yeah, but... I don't know. Maybe it's just this time of year. It's
1: just the time of year.
0: Just Pepsi. When does Lindsay Lohan say vitamins
1: isn't it in that oprah interview
0: and what is she answering like what is she saying
1: oh because she's oprah's like what are you taking now like Uh, in in lieu lieu of cocaine what are you taking (laughs) and she's like vitamins
0: (laughs) i get that i I get that
1: what are you on now Vitamins (laughs) (laughs)
0: vitamins <laughs> <laughs> work Lindsay and they worked because she's she's working again very happy we should do her chart too
1: in times yes a cancer
0: oh she's a cancer oh mm-hmm. overly Mm-mm. emotional wait yeah da- she is. daughter to father daughter to father yep do you remember that song
1: yeah pretty sure okay.
0: Her song Bossy came on my shuffle today and I was really enjoying it.
1: It
0: does, does Aurora have food? Shall we um, Do you continue? Do
1: hear down?
0: It does sound like it,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah I <really laughs> forgot to feed her.
0: She's like barking at you. She's like pouting. She's like sneezing. You're like, what is up, girl?
1: Well, she usually eats around like six or seven. So it's, it's like nine. So it's not that huge. But
0: does she leave crumbs?
1: mm <laughs> Never.
0: Sorry, that was, like, a really low-hanging fruit <laughs> of a joke, but I had to.
1: And I no was, like, crumbs. so stoned that I took it, like, so literally. I was like, no, she doesn't leave any crumbs. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: no, she actually I eats everything.
1: Know. No, she really just, like, looks like lean.
0: When we were driving, when we were, that makes me think of when we were driving the Black Bean thing. Uh... Like we were so tired. Kristen asked me. Uh, we were on the road. We had been on the road for like four days, and Kristen asked me, um, she you told me what we were getting for dinner. It was a black bean burger. It was like delivery, and I just said black bean.
1: <laughs> it <I> was like <laughs> the only it wasn't even like a word. It was just it just like came, it just was like a sound that came out of your mouth. <laughs> it was all of my body black and brain bean. could do. <laughs> Black (laughs) beans. Like it's just such a mood.
0: No crumbs. Black beans.
1: Black beans. Like we were you were so so tired from driving all day. And from like the trauma of driving across the country after a breakup as well.
0: Whoop, there it is. Or whatever. (laughs) Or whatever uh later (laughs) later actually okay let's talk about Mars Direct
1: (laughs) okay I'd love to
0: because that had happened on no we can talk about my breakup if you want um (laughs) I'm just joking (laughs) um uh Mars Direct happened on when was that
1: very recently. Oh, January 12th, a couple days ago.
0: That's when you were getting yelled
1: at by the lady. Thank God. Okay. So that was crazy. Within three days, I had two like older women scream at me, lay on the horn and say almost exactly the same thing, calling out my Vermont license plate. And I live in Louisiana and I get it. Like I get it whatever. You think I'm an outsider. I've lived here for nine years, but like my license plate still says Vermont. Okay. But the way that they were, these two instances were so similar and like really shook me. Like I was like really, really upset. It just felt like such a Mars thing. And that was like the day it stationed direct. It was like a stationing thing. I don't know much about, you know, what that means or like what stations I know that Mars changing direction is gonna create stuff, and Mars is all about oh. aggression and war and like,
0: yeah, like drives make, and instincts.
1: Drive and like it's it's irritable. <laughs> so, but I think that in general, not just like the day it happened, that could have just you know it was like a bad day. <laughs> she they honked at the wrong one, but. <laughs> general i think it's a really good thing i'm excited for like this forward movement mars is in my seventh house of relationships and i feel truly like my relationships are actually moving forward Mm. especially ones that were like a little bit rocky for a while for sure there's like a common ground and there's more understanding there's better communication there's less like yeah Okay. (laughs) I guess I can I can take her out and still talk but you should do most of the talking
0: it's okay we're almost done anyways
1: Aurora you gotta wait
0: um but yeah no I think when any planet stations direct it's like a little bit there's some static right because when Mercury does it too like the first few days people like still expect errors and stuff and like interruptions and disturbances. Cause it's like kind of shaky, like, like imagine like a car going from reverse into drive or whatever, you know, it takes a minute to get going. So that checks out. I feel like.
1: Yeah. It's a moment of like instability. Ooh. Yeah.
0: Cause everyone's getting their, Everyone's getting their like groove back again in a way. Cause like, from what I understand, like a Mars retrograde is like, you know, you kind of lose some of your drive, you lose kind of your motivation. Like you kind of just don't have as much like fuel in the car and it's kind of like a harder to get things started, harder to feel like you have energy to do things. And so like everyone's getting that like forward movement again, that like aggression, that drive, that instinct, but it's like maybe a little, uh, what is it? Misdirected when it's at you from someone else driving their car, when it's road rage.
1: Little misdirected. (laughs) sorry <laughs> uh no yeah totally misdirected because it's not in it's not moving mm. in any direction it's not even moving backwards it's like turning really slowly changing direction so that is why i got yelled at in traffic that is why
0: <laughs> and for no other reason because i'm sure for you're a very good driver I, I doubt you were doing anything wrong
1: Was literally not doing anything wrong, and I'm a very good driver. People think I'm not, but that's just because I'm confident because I am a good driver. Driven since I was like nine in like the country. Anyway, I was going 20 miles an hour in a school zone, probably going like 19. And this, yeah, I won't even get into it, but it was ridiculous. I was following the rules both times. I was following the rules, and I was just being safe in general and these ladies were just not having it they were not having me
0: like we were saying with like it's like the twin Peaks scene where like the the one-armed man is screaming at Leland in the car
1: exactly yes. <laughs> except Literally. you're
0: both Leland and Laura
1: yep that's exactly what it felt like like straight out of fucking Lynch, especially the last one, like the way that she just laid on the horn, like so long. Um. It was very much that scene. And if you don't know what we're talking about, we have nothing in common. <laughs> I don't know what to
0: say to you. To say to you. <laughs> Everyone watch Firewalk with me.
1: Yeah, let's just do it. Sorry about my, my cooing husky in the back.
0: No, it's, she's so cute. She's adding to lost vibes but before we wrap up given all the things we've talked about venus and aquarius sun and mercury and capricorn the full moon in cancer and mars direct what would you tell people to reflect on maybe just choose one of those things or if you have an idea about all of it however you want to approach the question but it's sort of like like what would someone's like takeaway question be or like thing for reflection
1: So, like, what's the time frame that we're really looking at between basically... January
0: 2nd, yeah, to now.
1: To now. Well, I think the biggest takeaway is definitely to think about Capricorn season and because it's also about to end. And Mm -hmm. to remember that, like, again, the balance part, the Cancer New Moon, like, how important that moment was, how important it is to remember... The balance between the energies and the and that and how big how good it feels to really see oppositions happen which is a full moon anytime sure. there's enough an op- it's 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 pretty intense but it's also very you know useful i think can mm-hmm. be um and just like reflection wise i guess um so goodbye capricorn season i always love capricorn season because i usually make a lot of money because it's my second house um i just love capricorn a lot and um sorry to see you go
0: Mm -hmm. r.i.p capricorn season you would have loved (laughs) winter
1: you would have loved how much i love you (laughs) how much how much work i did um yeah, I guess that would be my biggest takeaway from, like, the past couple weeks. For sure. Um, the retrograde motion is about to end. So I'm grateful for Oh, the for Mercury that. retrograde? Yeah, the Mercury retrograde is about to end. Mars retrograde just ended. Like, the past two weeks have been so good for, like, grounding and looking back, which is also what we're trying to do here. Mm-hmm. So, I love winter. I'm a winter baby. I love reflecting. <laughs> I, love, I love lists. Anyways, I'm really, yeah, I'm really grateful for the past two weeks just to be able to process everything um, and welcome Aquarius season or whatever.
0: For <laughs> hmm. yeah. What about you? Sure. I would say similar, similarly, similar things. I would say um, looking over the past two weeks and as Capricorn season closes, I sort of like take an inventory of all the ways that you might be putting yourself and your mind into like a restructuring process with like goals and, and resolutions and all that stuff. And just try and see how it's being balanced out. Like you were saying with the full moon cancer, just like also do an inventory of like what ways like you tend to yourself, nurture yourself, that kind of thing. So that you can make sure if you're setting up a bunch of restrictions and limitations and resolutions that you're also making time for, um, what would you call that? Like self-love or warmth or whatever you want to call that. Yeah. Um, And there's a lot of forward movement now with Mars Direct. So keep an eye out. Um, like if you've had trouble kind of getting traction on certain things and getting forward momentum, um maybe think about in the next few weeks trying again because now that Mars is direct, you might have a little bit more fuel in your tank.
1: Correct.
0: Correct. <laughs> um but don't ask us and don't what is it called? Don't don't take it too seriously because we're we're kind of idiots and we're self-taught pretty much and we're just vibing
1: we're literally spongebob and patrick
0: yeah not that you're an idiot i'm an idiot for both of us but you know what i mean like yep. we're not we're just we're just vibing this is very chill this is very this this is this is this is the, the thing
1: <laughs>
0: when you when, <laughs> but do you know what i mean like how would you say that
1: I would no, I feel I we are not experts, nor do we claim to be. We are just bestianas who want to talk about the planets and what has been happening and what has happened. And, And and yeah, we just, you know, kind of got sick and tired of these astrology apps and like the cheapening of it all. Yeah. Um, and how so many like every kind of horoscope or podcast that or app that you come across seems to be focused on looking ahead and creating anxiety around the future the near future what to expect like how to like see something coming before it happens and like brace yourself and that's not what we want to do it's not what you need to do because literally astrology is about reflection in and of itself because the planets are all moving They're it's they're mirroring us
0: yeah that's above so below
1: right so we're not like causing things and the planets aren't causing things it's literally just a reflection so why would we look ahead and like psych ourselves out for something that might not mean anything and astrology can be really predictive and helpful that way and it's good to do your homework and, and know you know certain dates and important things like that for sure but I think we both agree that it's a little bit more beneficial um, in like a personal growth kind of way to to be looking backwards instead
0: definitely yeah it's like I get the idea the intention is like by looking ahead we can prepare ourselves with all the sort of like astrological weather so that we know to like leave the house with an umbrella right so to speak so that we can prepare ourselves for whatever like astrological weather we might need you know whatever things in but it's like what ends up happening is like you just especially for like an anxious mind you're basically being like this is the transit that's going to happen and this is what's going to feel like and then you have like free reign to project all of your anxieties and this is all the water
1: of- this is the well drink, drink e.
0: <laughs> yeah. drink full and,
1: <laughs> uh,
0: and it's just like anxiety provoking and it's and it's through the airwaves this like negative vibe that i think on the surface looks positive because again it's about preparing you but i feel like it has this really insidious effect where you're constantly looking ahead and constantly thinking about like you know creating space for catastrophic thinking basically and by doing this reflective practice that you were talking about it's like no actually we're reflecting on the events that have happened and kind of corresponding or correlating them to the events in the astrology and creating a practice of like integrating our experiences and making sense of things and processing them rather than anticipating them with like doom and gloom
1: unwittingly projecting your fears onto your weak ahead totally
0: yeah it's like no actually this is a process of like letting go of projections and actually making sense of what happened and what we can observe and know and see
1: oh you can learn from things better than anything I've definitely seen exactly hindsight forever I've subscribed to many different podcasters astrologers and so forth who look forward and give horoscopes and weekly ahead mm-hmm. readings and sorry i'm getting a lot of text all of a sudden
0: no, you're fine. it's
1: not like buzzing um just saying
0: you like you've you subscribe to a bunch of astrologers and
1: right and and i like i do the anticipatory thing and i write in my calendar which dates to look out for and like what's happening when so i like won't be caught off guard because that would be the worst thing. But then a lot of times I've found myself on the other side of the week being like, well, that wasn't that bad. That wasn't scary at all. That was totally any of the things that I was literally told it was going to be. And yeah. I don't, that's a waste of my energy, it's a waste of everyone's energy. Totally yourself out for something that might not even relate to you definitely
0: and i feel like you strip yourself more and more of your like own sense of like what do you want to call it like agency or like your own sense of like being able to like handle things because like you're just predict what's up?
1: autonomy maybe
0: yeah because you're like you're predicting like that the planets have all this power over your life and that like it's just you know
1: you're putting yourself in a situation where you have no like control or free will or
0: exactly and it like kind of like well,
1: mercury retrograde so i guess i'll just throw away my computer and my car and my job totally all the time for the next like month and a half like why
0: so you can like buck having any like sense of personal responsibility while also Get indulging followed. all of your anxiety
1: exactly stop indulging your anxiety and instead of looking at the week ahead Look at the week behind and even the month behind you, and learn from it.
0: Totally. And while you're doing it, hang out with us because the vibes are immaculate.
1: They're well. F- they're pretty good. <laughs> they're okay. <laughs> they're all right. They're we're all right. You just des- you decide, viewer. Yeah. Listener.
0: We irritating, but you decide.
1: <laughs> oh my god, we're so irritating
0: um but okay so I, we can wrap up there we've been doing it i think we've been going for like an hour i feel like that's good
1: time is meaningless suddenly that was great
0: yeah no that was really good um i kind of want to even leave in that part at the end where uh, earlier where i was like we can cut this out but was that okay <laughs>
1: was
0: that sure. a, it was kind of funny but okay we'll say hi to rory
1: i will i'm gonna take her outside finally okay I really Mm -hmm. saw dog neglect her. (laughs) Oh, Oh, she wants to go out, but I'm not going to. (laughs) She
0: gets it. She's vibing as well.
1: We're the same. I Mm -hmm. depressed. Still Capricorn season. Stay in your cage. All Restrictions. Go in the cage. Have you seen that TikTok? What is it? Oh my God. It's so funny. It's this video this guy, and he has all these dogs, and it's called the cage dance. He's like singing the cage dance he's like all dogs get in the cage all dogs get in the cage Black dog get in the cage this dog get in the cage and he just like keeps going and he keeps riffing and he keeps giving the dogs treats to get them to go in their little crates and then at the end he's like the one person left he is the worst one and he goes and it's just like this little bird (laughs) it's just a little bird and then he picks up the bird and it just sits on his finger and he just starts like bopping to the fucking beat while he's singing it's is so, this a
0: cartoon or is this like a real no,
1: thing no it's a real, real it's a real guy and he's like all dogs get in the cage the one person just person which i think is so funny one person left he is the worst one and then it's like a little parrot oh my god please <laughs> send and the parakeet's like dancing to the song while he puts him in his cage so funny that's the kind of shit i do like that is funny
0: dog tiktok dog owner tiktok
1: it's yeah, i guess so. <laughs> it's not even tiktok it's like i watch like curated tiktoks like i i watch tiktok through instagram yes yes like i want i don't want to watch tiktok i want people on instagram to tell me which tiktoks are funny <laughs> and i'll be like that is funny <laughs> still scroll mindlessly for 10 hours in order to find that
0: And to curate it for my viewing pleasure for free. Thank you. (laughs) Lord. Well, um, all right. Well, I'll I'll just text you after, but love you.
1: Love you. This was fun.
0: Yeah, for sure. Bye. Bye bye.